0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to PostCast, the Utah Jazz hold off the Golden State Warriors. Boyan Bogdanovich, Donovan Mitchell are brilliant. Second half was a great effort. First half and bench play leaves a lot to be desired. We're talking about it all coming up here on tonight's edition of PostCast. PostCast. Postcast is brought to you by the store at 6200 South and 20th East. Also located now at the Gateway and also at 900 South and 100 West. David Locke along with Ron Boone. We are live on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube at Locked On Live, Periscope, and Facebook on Locked On Sports. And the chat room is open for you to jump aboard. Let me start with Ron Boone's thoughts on the night.
1: Well, uh, a hard-fought basketball game. Uh, hopefully, the Jazz, um, you know, learn something tonight as far as ha- what level of play they have to come out and play every night. At first half, uh, just wasn't, you know, what we expect out of the Jazz with a shorthanded Golden State Warriors team. And, and uh, I don't know. I, I just I'm proud of the way they fought back and ended up winning the basketball game, especially coming out in that third quarter. Now, we, we can criticize them for for what we thought were not not playing hard but when the shots aren't falling it makes it look worse than what it i think worse than what it is yeah
0: okay i'm usually the one who goes there first i'm not going there tonight they didn't play hard in the first half No. i mean frankly i I, the first half they, they played okay to start the game the minute the bench came in then they never regained the rhythm it's the same story tonight then they came out and played really hard in the third quarter frankly you've got to give them some credit i mean it in the second half, they outscored them sixty-six to forty-eight, I think it was, or something of that sort. So that's a pretty big-sized blowout in the second half uh, of this game. But the first half—I mean, you do that against a good team, you're just done. Yep,
1: yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you cannot play like that against—you know—if you're going to be one of the top teams in the NBA, and, and you, you're thinking about being one of the top four. Uh, in the Western Conference and getting into the playoffs, getting home court advantage. I mean, it, it, that type of an effort can't happen. You cannot give up 10 offensive rebounds to uh, in, in the first half. And just think about that, David. This is not a great rebounding basketball team. And the no, Jazz I mean, Omari Spellman
0: and Marquise Chris were just moving Jeff Green and Ed Davis yeah. at will.
1: And that was when it when it really happened. I, I just thought those guys were very aggressive on the glass. And you really like guys that that rebound out of the area. They don't wait for the ball to come to them. They try to go get it. And I thought Spellman, in particular, you know, at 6'8", 250 pounds, was doing just that.
0: Now, the positive side of it is Donovan just came out. Boyano started the night tough, had a brilliant third quarter, tied a franchise record with eight threes in the game. Randy Foy, Jeff Hornacek, Rodney Hood, and now Boyan Bogdanovich all have that record. Donovan you had a bunch of plays that were just willing his team to win. Joe Ingles played really well. I mean, the five starters had pretty good games tonight, and they came back into the game trailing and got the job done really without a lot of doubt by the end, so... You know that's the that core group is really really good and continues to be really really good, and that's probably a good sign. I I, I do find it I find it hard tonight to and, and they came out and play. I mean they showed they can play hard. So there's always an adage in the NBA where you try the easy way first and then you go the hard way. But this seemed a little bit more severe than that.
1: You I'm sure you're very proud of the fact that the Jazz took 38 three point shots.
0: Better than yeah. some other
1: numbers. Twenty-two of them came from Donovan Mitchell and and Boyan.
0: Well, you know what? I mean, frankly, we took thirty-eight threes tonight. We hit sixteen. We're forty-two percent from three. We're actually getting close to that as a team. Yeah. Like yeah. it wasn't that that's this team is such a good three-point shooting team, and a lot of them are catch and shoots. That that's not an outlier. We're a thirty-nine percent three-point shooting team. We didn't. It didn't. That's exactly what. If we can get that many threes every night, that's what we'll shoot.
1: Well, hopefully. You know, this starts to carry over to the point where the jazz. Uh, and I totally agree. Uh, 42, 40s, I think, way too many. 33, somewhere in there. I'll perfect. get you to buy in eventually.
0: All right, let's go to our questions <laughs> from, from Twitch. Nexon45 says our bench was outscored 52 to 12. Ooh. Is there a trade inevitable?
1: Uh, I would never rule that out.
0: But it's really hard to do. We do not have a roster that allows for a lot of moves, and it's not a league that's going to have a lot of movement at this trade deadline. There aren't the usual things that kick in trades are free agent classes. There is not a good free agent class coming. The other thing that kicks in a lot of trades is bad contracts. Most of those from the big money spend summer are gone. So there are not a lot of things out there right now that are going to create trades. And so that's a that's a real opportunity. That's going to make it difficult. And the Jazz don't have big contracts. They can't. I don't think they'd want to, but they actually cannot trade Joe Ingles. So they do not have very much money that they can move in a trade. So, we'll um, know in the
1: next couple of weeks.
0: Well, yeah, 20, December, I mean, the trade world starts in two days. So what does this team need to do to not leave the lane open like the one more than once on occasion night? There were some miscommunications that were strange defensively tonight. Repeat that. What, why were there so many... Alec Burke's dunk is really what they're talking about.
1: Well, I, I, one of those, <clears throat> you can see Royce O'Neal and, and uh, Rudy Gobert got tangled up to the point where neither one of them could recover because they had ran into each other. One of them was supposed to yield, and and and, and, and it didn't happen. They ended up colliding, and, and um, Alec Burks got all the way to the hole. A lot of questions about the bench. I could read every one of them. The, the
0: bench, piece, like I looked it up and I'm going to use Jeff Green, but I only looked up Jeff Green. I'm sure the same is true for Ed Davis and the same is true for George Niang. quite frankly. is So in 10 games this year, Jeff Green has been minus 8 or more. In 8 games this year, he's been minus 10 or more. Like, you can't, in less than 2020, like, that can't happen. And you survive as a team. What has to happen with this bench? Quinn's tried all five starters, just five bench. He's tried different guys, he tried Mike Conley with the bench to start, he tried Donovan, maybe it's Mike Conley when he comes back. Like, what can be done for this group to try to create some traction so it's not a bloodbath every time they're on the floor?
1: You know, I, I wish I knew, and I, I think Quinn is, is probably wondering that as well. Um, you know, how can you get the maximum out of, uh, of Jeff Green? Uh, and do, does he know the maximum he's going to get out of? But I'm putting this wrong. What limited amount of, 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 of he's getting out of Jeff Green is not enough right now. So, what is the maximum he can get out of him in, in, in minutes? I mean, is Jeff Green one of those guys he needs the, the offense built around him, uh, or because it, right now he looks he's playing as a spacer? You know, he just and every now and then he takes one off the glass and goes coast to coast and tries to get all the way to the basket. But I look at him right now and he's just he's just being a spacer and, and Um, I don't know. I mean, that's maybe there's a reason he's been on quite a few teams this year.
0: A few people are asking about Tony Bradley. He was not available tonight, so that's worth noting. And let's end on this. Josiah Johnson says let's trade for Alec Burks. Bring him back, huh? He was great tonight. (laughs) Absolutely. He's playing free. He's playing loose without any uh, pressure. And he's playing great. It was super to see how good. Steve uh, Kerr has a lot of confidence in him. uh, How great Alec was. Uh, tonight. Jazz win it over the Warriors 114-106. Have a good night and be safe.